prepare to put on your tinfoil hats. I am not doing that. <laughs> I am not doing that. Oh, man. How about we do this? Um, hey, guys. Welcome to the show tonight. We were going to do a Greetings Earthling thing, but I, uh, I just ain't about that, man. I just, I, just, I just can't pull myself to do it. But, uh, we'll save the bits for later down the road. We'll save the bits for later. But, um, but, but thanks for joining the show tonight, everybody. We're going to have Jesse on. He's actually an employee over at the Winchester Mystery House. He has a whole number of experiences he's going to share with us from his own to things that he's heard word of mouth. Um, things like uh, windows opening violently and uh, just some really cool stuff, hearing whispers on the stairs. And he's actually very literate on the architecture and the history of the house, too, which is uh, some of the stuff we're going to go into also. So I hope you guys are ready for the show tonight and uh, please enjoy. All right, Jesse. So welcome to the show. Uh, it's going to be a pretty straightforward night. We're really curious to hear about all of your um, experiences and the stories that you've heard working at the Winchester Mystery House. Uh, Dane here is a pretty big paranormal uh, fanatic, I guess you would call him. So uh, he's really interested to hear everything that you have to say. So um, mm -hmm. why don't we start off by uh, you telling us a little bit about yourself and uh, just kind of start rolling and see where it goes. Thanks. So uh, as you've mentioned, my name's Jesse. I just moved back to California, but I, I am a California native. I grew up around the house and nearby. Yeah, Humboldt, or my first one, went to Portland, Oregon, got a degree there. Then I went back here, and while studying for the MCAT, I thought, a pretty cool job to get. And lo and behold, I actually got the job. Awesome. That's very cool. So um, have you personally had any uh, encounters? And if so, uh, what, what, what can you tell us about them? I've had a few uh, interesting experiences, to say the least, in the house. I think it was the day before yesterday. It opened up during the middle of one of my tours, and not just like a gentle little bit of a creak, but just like a flew open that I thought they were maybe cleaning it or something. There, but I'm pretty sure the group just thought it was like either staged or someone was out there or something, but we were on the second floor, so it was kind of weird. Gotcha. So a window flew open on you. Window flew open, not like gentle, creepy, at a time, but just like, bam, open. Interesting. So did anybody see it directly or was it something that you heard? Yeah, it was right in clear view when it opened. Oh, wow. Interesting. See any, uh... I believe we were leaving the, uh, I want to say the main bedroom of Mrs. Winchester. Okay. No, no I think we were leaving the bathroom and on the hall as we were going through it just opened gotcha hmm. what uh what kind of things can you tell us about the about the house how many how many rooms does it have since you were speaking about the rooms a little bit there there's 160 rooms on the tour you get to go through 110 of them you have a chance to see most of the rooms but there is quite a few rooms 160 remaining uh, and that's before the 1906 earthquake i'm not quite sure how many they had there but it used to be seven floors instead of four so gotcha so quite a bit of the house was destroyed in the earthquake yes wow that's insane are there um are there any rooms that you're not allowed to access that you uh, know of kind of not anything but safety though there's certain rooms that to go in you have to have the special key to get in and also you have to wear a uh 
hard hat to go through, which you're not supposed to really put on unless you're going through with a tour on there or something. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So no rooms that are just like too dilapidated really to go through. I mean, there's certain things like patios and whatnot that just aren't safe to be going out on. Gotcha. So it's it's just just aged aged uh, architecture and and issues with the stability of the of the building is what you're right. right. Okay. Very cool. Um. So I think you mentioned that uh you you have some stories that were uh, were a little bit outside um something that you didn't experience but stories that you've been told through uh, word of mouth. Sure. I've seen different photos from people who've worked there of kind of weird shadowy figures. Um, there's been different experiences with some guests. One interesting one was, I guess, a guest said they were medium of some sort or something. And in Sarah's bedroom, she just kind of saw a black shadowy figure following um, a guide at the time. Real nice guy. But um, so that wasn't one where people could exactly substantiate it. Yeah. Okay. Substantiated. There's a few uh, films you can even see online, such as I think it was in the twin dining rooms where you have the chandeliers that were moving back and forth. Interesting. Apparently, during times like now where we put on kind of gimmicky things where the house has a lot of people going through, you'll start hearing a lot more bumps in the night, I guess you should say, whispers, that sort of thing. Activity just seems to be more. More active stomps going up ahead. Okay. Do you notice any like correlation between them, such as you know happening at the same time every night, or maybe uh, in the same spot consistently? You know. So as far as sounds go for that, I wouldn't say two consistent places that are allegedly more haunted. Uh, to start, there's the switchback staircase. Uh, that's a just creepy one in general. It's 44 steps. It goes around seven times. Super narrow, super short. It's not too uncommon to hear taps. Uh, I even heard a whisper going up it when it was like 10 p.m. and I was just alone going up to get to my spot. The basement, the grand ballroom. Heard of things in Sarah's bedroom, the Orientals, and the uh, Crystal bedroom. Awesome. Going back to that uh, that whisper that you mentioned, was it something that you could actually understand what it was saying, or was it uh, pretty pretty inaudible? It was more just like a shh. Interesting. Like a shushing thing, which is actually rather rude, because you can't go up those uh, stairs without making sound. They're just right. creaky like that. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. What, what can you tell us about uh, Miss Winchester herself? This is Winchester. Uh, well, she's always been quite the debate for people. You know, she was a very private, reclusive woman. It happened after her husband's death, before she was actually quite a social, more or less, you know, moving with the best of upper society. She just kind of went into mourning. <clears throat> people like to put her out as this, you know, crazy woman, but in reality, she was still pretty remarkable. So... Is it? I've heard I've heard various accounts of the house. I've never been there myself, or or really talked to somebody that's that's literate on the history of of the uh, of the house or the property there. But um, is it true that that during during her lifetime there that she had construction crews working pretty much around the clock on the house? Pretty much. Um, it wasn't everyone there all the time, 
but right. she, it was going through constant construction and deconstruction after the earthquake, but then more construction. So to my understanding, the reason she made all these like weird twists and turns and dead ends and such things is because she was trying to make a home for the 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 past souls of the people who have been murdered by the Winchester weapons. Is that correct? So we have to kind of go back a little bit to go over that. Mrs. Mm -hmm. Winchester, like I said, used to be very social, happy, so on and so forth. She had her first daughter. That daughter died. When she, it was 20 years later, her husband died of tuberculosis. Then she would lose her father-in-law, her mother. So mm -hmm. according to legend, after all these uh, depressive events went on, she went and sought help from a medium. Apparently the one that told her that this was coming from the ill will of spirits, those who had been killed with a Winchester rifle. Mm -hmm. was uh, the second president of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. It was a very popular gun. It was known as the gun that won the West. It could uh, shoot 15 bullets consecutively, and it made a lot of money. But to her, it was blood money. Apparently, also according to the medium, she was supposed to move West, build a house. She'd build that house and many, many rooms to shelter the good and protect the spirits, but also with all these confusing little ups and downs to confuse the bad spirits. And that mm. also the uh, hammering away would also scare away any ill-willed spirits that meant to do her harm. Mm -hmm. So that's why it was consistently under construction is the, the hammering. Accordingly, yes. Lots of possible theories, but the main one that gets told tends to be the paranormal medium one. Mm -hmm. You know, it wouldn't have been on, uh, it would have been pretty common for her to be seeking spiritual help. This was after, or it was during the civil war when the death toll was pretty high. It was very popular for people in the upper class to be seeking spiritual help to be holding seances. It was kind of a fashionable thing to be doing at the time. Mm-hmm. Do you have any experiences that you can recall that, you know, would make you question what you think is real? Well, the weirdest one, because of how many things happened at once, it was during the Halloween thing that's going on. Uh, one of the rooms has a motion sensor. And that motion sensor, whenever someone passes, makes a very clear, creaky, obvious sound. Mm-hmm back from lunch, meaning at this point, I was kind of the only one up there. And I hear that creaky sound that comes from when someone passes by. Be fun to jump out where the actor usually does and scare whatever coworker was making their way there. Mm -hmm. I waited, no one actually came by, which could have just been someone going through and then going back. So I thought, eh. But uh, then one of my coworkers made his way up. Like I said, we're all making our way up from lunch. And he hears the squeak as well. This time we're both in the hall. There's obviously no one there. And this thing isn't a sensitive one. You know, you really have to go past it for something to occur. Coworker who's on the stairs, we were telling her about that, suddenly got a tug, which is also a common occurrence in the house. So basically, we have two unaccounted squeaks right after another, followed by a tugging on someone up the stairs in a place that is one of the more haunted areas in the house. 
If you could, what is the craziest story that you've ever been told about the about about the house in in terms of like the craziest story that anybody's told you paranormal related? A good question. Beyond the quick shadows people see in different rooms, there's a photo that I someone had that is a very clear picture to be this kind of like dark photoed man and maybe i can get i'll get it from them next time i can and maybe send it to you yeah that'd be great man a story it was a it's a pretty shocking looking image that got to me when i saw it someone heard singing in another room when the house was closed so that one was an interesting thing to hear about that's weird have there um been any you know weird things that you've experienced since you started working there such as like you know sleep paralysis or uh, seeing shadow people in the corner of your eyes you know stuff like that um in the grand ballroom i saw a quick fog thing go through when i was alone Mm -hmm. i haven't seen many shadow people or things haven't really been affecting me at home but when i work there there's certainly phenomenon such as the seeing things in the side of your eye and whatnot for me it's mostly was that weird kind of fog figure just rushing through overwhelmingly the experiences don't tend to be negative or cause negative effects on people Mm -hmm. tends to kind of just be uh, spirits being curious or just doing what they're doing so 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 mild experiences the quick thing here and there but nothing no one's being attacked things along those lines pretty pretty mild yeah gotcha instead of where you have some places that have like the rare dramatic experience here it's more like you get many of the light experiences right Mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting the 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 singing thing was really interesting the the window window flying open on you was really interesting the mist thing is really really grabbed my attention here so you saw it with your eyes like just just your just your everyday eyes it was daytime i assume it was night. I thought it was it nighttime. Would be cool to look at the uh, ballroom at night because I thought it'd be kind of cool to go into one of the haunted places while it's still dark out. Yeah. Can you um? Can you kind of give us the layout of the ballroom? What's it like inside? It's very beautiful, but it's not very big. It's a large wooden floor, uh, kind of darker wood, with wallpaper that's similar to the haunted mansion motif if you've ever seen it but red instead mm-hmm. you have a large organ on one side a large door leading to a safe on the other side and in between a large fireplace that allegedly Barrow ghost likes to come by and fix so it's not it's not so big that it could be you know mistaken for something else like if if you knew someone was in there they wouldn't be able to surprise you yeah, unless they were behind one of the doors, but yeah, it's pretty open of a space. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a room built specifically for entertainment, is what you're saying? Probably not. I mean, it is a ballroom, and right. by definition, ballrooms should be for that. But she had a lot of the rooms that wouldn't have been used for guests, just there by Victorian custom probably used for her to play the instruments due to its acoustic abilities. This is going to be a weird question, but but how many bathrooms are in the house and how many of them can you access? 13. 
There's uh, 13 bathrooms. You, yeah, there's 13 bathrooms. And access, well, if you don't have a key to the locked ones, because none of them work, you can access like 1.5 of them. Oh, really? It's on display, and then you can see the 13 bathroom has 13 windows in it. So, Wait, it has 13 windows in it? Right. That's weird. 13 Is windows? Winchester like the number 13, it seems. Really? Yes. What what other things are in the number 13? What other things does she like besides the number? Oh, what other things are there 13 of? Right. All throughout the house, you'll see 13 steps, 13 uh, coat hangers, 13 drain holes, 13 lantern lights, 13 panels on the ceiling. Trusting so, array of 13. 13 little design things on windows. The number 13 is oftentimes associated with the devil. So what I'm thinking is she was probably told something, you know, from one of the mediums that she spoke to about evil spirits and the devil and you know such things trying to harm her do you think that is a possibility as to why there are so many things uh correlating with the number 13 it could be i'm not too sure of the history on the number 13 but at the very least it could be uh, seen as a spiritual number or yeah a spiritual number in one way or another mm -hmm. interesting that's really interesting i i didn't actually know that and that's one of the things i've never heard of Really? Like Supernatural, man. Oh, oh no. Like I'm familiar with the number 13, but I'm I'm not familiar with the, the it being associated with the Winchester house. I didn't know that that was oh. something that appeared there. But that's really interesting that uh, 13's popping up everywhere there. According to legend, would be trying to escape the spirits doing her harm rather than uh, communicating with those ones. Mm -hmm. Right. And then like you were saying, there's nothing inherently negative about the encounters people are having, so I would assume that if this was intentional, the number thirteen, it would would have probably been more of a warding related thing. But I, you know, who knows? It's really, uh, it's really curious. Oh, she number... seemed like a good woman. She, as I said, she treated her servants well. She uh, was a charitable person, that sort of thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. So that is that is that is interesting. I like I like that. That's a uh, it's a little mystery that we uh, that I didn't know. Do do any of your coworkers have any of your coworkers uh, been there for a long time? Um, yeah, there's been plenty of coworkers who have been there for long periods of time, uh, including my boss and whatnot. They're the ones who I get to hear a lot of the interesting stories from that I witnessed myself, but other ones have come from them directly. What I'm curious about is, do you ever have uh, guests that come and they're, they're there and they're, you know, they're basically there to try and find spirits themselves, you know? I do have people who go by and then say that they are um, spiritually sensitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that is something that we do get. I guess this is kind of a weird question, but this is something that I hear all the time from people relating to this kind of stuff is um, they'll feel feel the air change, you know, um, whether it's temperature related or they just have some type of weird um, atmospheric reaction to something, I guess, if that's a good way to describe it. But I hear this all the time is like is people will say like I felt I feel something. Is that something that you hear a lot when you uh when you have guests in the house? Yeah, I do hear of temperature changes, usually not around this time because uh, it's really hot and the house is really hotter without air conditioning. Chilling experiences. 
if it's down in the porch steps, that's just because that place is automatically cooler due to a concrete thing. But mm -hmm. other areas in the house are a bit less uh, explained. Gotcha. Sort of nausea. I haven't had any guests have nausea, but usually that'll occur around the switchback stairs, which has those seven going around, which might account for that as well. A little disorientation. I hear about those stairs a lot. They're, they're like those super thin cramped ones, right? Is that is that the ones you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen photos of them. It's uh it's super weird. And they don't go they don't go anywhere, right? They just kind of go No, they they take you to the uh hayloft. Oh, do they? They actually lead somewhere? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, they take you from basically what was a garage into basically what or a garage for carriages into where they would have kept hay to feed the horses. Okay. One thing I would like to know is what is your uh, most favorite part of the house? Whether you know you take people there on a tour, you just like going there and checking things out, or honestly, What's I think favorite? the porch steps, just because it gets really hot and it stays really cool there. That's mm -hmm. also where we get to introduce the wheelbarrow ghost. Uh, other than can that, us a little the bit grand ballroom is absolutely beautiful. Can Can you tell us a little bit about the wheelbarrow ghost? Yeah, yeah, what, what so, is that? Uh, there's one ghost that people tend to report most commonly called the wheelbar wheelbarrow ghost. Because he is seen in the basement with a wheelbarrow full of coal. Mm -hmm. He's also the ghost that allegedly can be seen fixing the fireplace in the grand ballroom I was talking about. He's apparently friendly enough to where if you would wave at him, he waves back. Really? So, wow. That's what guests and uh, certain tour guides say. That's really you, cool. You've personally never experienced anything with him, or you have? I am. I mean, I did see that weird um, fog thing near the fireplace. So You're thinking that could be him. Had any tete-on-tete. -tete. Interesting. Are there any other, like, well-known, I guess, um, ghosts or spirits that uh, people uh, commonly report? I think that people tend to report a woman in black in the uh, Mrs. Winchester's room. You ever heard footsteps? Things along those lines? Or you know yeah. anybody that has? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, you, you can hear footsteps. Hmm. Just do it. Sometimes you'll just be in a place alone and you'll just kind of hear footsteps. How distinct are they? Do you, do you hear them... Uh... Do you hear them close to you? Do you hear them far away? Do they? Can you actually hear them moving in different... Uh... People report them being nearby. I've only heard them... Uh... From a distance? I've heard them at a distance. Some of my uh, peers have heard them right behind them. Oh, that's freaky. So, or following them up on steps. Gotcha. When, it was kind of hard because it was less distinct, but I may have heard something when I was in those switchback staircases. Yeah. Outside of the Winter Winchester House, are there any uh, paranormal esque experiences that you can think of? Like ones that have followed me home, or out on the uh, in the gardens, or well, just outside of the house in general. Um, I've heard that people have some paranormal activities in the stable, maybe even in the watermill but other than that i haven't seen anything mm -hmm. usually it's uh concentrated within the house itself okay 
I want to go back to the mist real quick. Is when you saw it, how long did it last? And when you saw it, can you? Was there anything in particular about the way that it moved? Did you see it move? And uh, if so, how how did it move? Was it was it something that that just didn't seem right, or or you know, just kind of kind of elaborate on that a little bit? It was pretty fast. So it just kind of faded away. Very quickly, yeah. I mean, wow. long enough to where you'd have like, I guess, like three seconds going fast by. And then gone. Yes. Wow. It's really interesting. So can you uh, summarize for me, basically, your overall experience with the house itself? Like, uh, yes. even though you're a man I of would... science... Go ahead. Sorry. I would say that while there's nothing typically very dramatic, and lots of little weird, unexplainable phenomena coming, sounds or movements or seeing things or even just feeling things that do occur, and then you do get a few of those things that just dramatic, like a window opening as fast as it did, or. Mm -hmm. going through really quickly or as people have reported singing seems to be a bunch of little things that are hard to explain mm -hmm. consistently so even though you know you, you studied science in portland uh, what field uh, so both psychology as well as biology okay so even though you're a person of logic and science do you even consider that it is actually truly, you know, paranormal or are you trying to try to reason, you know? Do you believe that this is something explainable is, is what, what we're trying to, trying to ask? I believe that something going on here that does seem to be outside my limits of comprehension. Mm -hmm. the paranormal can be explained is a different question, you know. Science tackles what's empirical. It doesn't say what's true or false. Science, mm -hmm. for example, with religion has, won't say one thing or another because it can't. It doesn't fall within its purview. You can't prove something's there, prove something's there. Right. And thus, I have the same view, idea with what's going on in the house. What's right. going on? Maybe I can't prove it, but maybe I can't disprove it. Absence of proof is not proof in itself. Correct. It just puts it outside of the purview. Right. What What would you like? To, I'm curious on your opinion on this. So, like, I mean, let alone the Winchester house. I mean, you hear about these kind of ghost paranormal spirits you know phenomena that happens ever, like all over the place people experience some pretty crazy things from the more mild stuff that you explained at the winchester house to much more violent um and unexplainable things what what would you like to see come out of those things do you think that that in general there the paranormal stuff is, is explainable or do you think there's some stuff that well, maybe it is explainable that we'll just never get to, or is some of this stuff just something that we can't explain? Well, I think that right now paranormal is something that can be explained only on the fringes should uh, ghost things exist, just enough to give us a little taste of what's going on, but never enough to really explain what's going on. 
Mm, I like that. I like that too. Early on the purview on the edges to where you can just kind of get an idea. Right. Mm-hmm. So you think that this stuff is within the realm of being explained at some point. We just, we're just not there yet. Believe Whatever it is. That it can only be explained to a certain extent. Okay. To be able to get the full picture of what it is in the ghost study. It doesn't really exist within our daily life. And if, Ghosts do exist. That means there's a whole dimension that we don't have uh, access to. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I I choose to believe that there is some sort of life after death, whether it's you know reincarnated, like uh, some religions believe, or if you just turn into a ghost and you're, you're you're banished to wander the earth by yourself for all of eternity. What do you hope, or what do you choose to believe happens? when we leave this world and go to the next, if there is one? Well, there's two things. First off, if I can be a ghost, God damn it, I'm going to be a ghost. That just seems fun. <laughs> <laughs> However, it doesn't seem like we get too many modern ghosts, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of counting on not being brutally murdered or something that'll make me want to stay around. Yeah, right. My best bet would be, if possible, reincarnation. Life is pretty fun. You know, there's so many things that you don't get a chance to do in your first life. So if there was many others, I'd like the idea of being able to experience it all. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Personal views tend to be more on the uh, lights out end. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. So if if we could, one one last thing before we kind of wrap up here. One one question that I really, really want to ask you is, so if the paranormal world, all this ghost stuff does exist, what do you think it is? Is it is it some type of other dimension? Is it something biological? Is it is it some kind of what 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 do you think it would be? I would expect it to be based off of. It's a good question. I suppose it would have to do with some sort of energy that one kept on in this world that just never faded away. Maybe something that is somehow that which we can experience and that which the dead seem to be a part of mm-hmm. and somewhat link them together but that's the like i said i haven't given it too much thought yeah yeah no don't feel pressured on that question it's 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 definitely a hard question you know and you know you really got to think about all the things that we do do know about this phenomena that we that we can actually account in this phenomena is um like when looking at the light spectrum and things along those lines, when people have caught stuff in different light spectrums and then going into all that kind of nonsense. So it's definitely not an easy question to answer. So, you know, I can't, can't blame you on that for sure. But uh, I think we're, I think we're pretty good to wrap up here. Dane, you got any, anything you want to ask him before we wrap up? I mean, I, I could honestly go really deep into the whole, what happens in life after death and whether spirits <laughs> and things are real. I could go really far into that, but you know, we don't have all night. For sure. So uh, I think I have my contact information. So if you ever do want to, I am always down for a good discussion. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, we're the, so this um, we'll definitely like if you have any more experiences, man. We'd love to have you on again, and we'll uh, we'll do some more uh, some more chats with you on on experiences and stuff. And and of course, we're actually gonna one of our plans is is with this Discord. The reason we want to want to do this uh, this podcast with Discord is because we want it to be 
basically a place that people can come that have been on the show over the years. Everybody can come and find their, I guess it would say niche of experiences because this podcast covers just about everything. I mean, um, one of our other guests that we're having on is going to be covering, um, well, I don't, I don't want to say too much about it because um, people, people can, uh, could pull out last minute, but um, we're potentially going to be having some people on that um, are going to be talk- talking about um, seeing what, what they describe as gnomes when they were a child, which I actually hear a lot of. And um, there's a girl that we're, we're trying to have on right now that um, has basically lived out into these like heavily like rural areas in the backwoods. And she's got just about every story you can think of from weird creatures in the, in the forest and things along those lines. Um, but we wanted to, uh, make it a place where everybody that's on the show over the years can come in and, and either chat with each other or, um, you know, just, just read some stories that people can put in the, in the chats and stuff that, uh, hopefully can bring them some, uh, some closure on some of the things that they've experienced. Cause I hear so, so often that, um, uh, like, like the girl that we're trying to have on, she, uh, she said for the longest time, she thought she was literally, literally insane. And, um, until she started talking to other people that had seen some of the same things that she had it, it kind of made her a lot more comfortable with rationalizing it. Make sure you do give us a visit at the Winchester Mystery House sometime. Yeah, man, I'd love to come down there sometime, Dane. If you're uh, if you're down I'm for not that. Too far south, I'd yeah. love to. So uh, yeah, maybe we'll uh, plan a trip up there sometime soon. But both it and I are a lot more prettier in person. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I try to be. Depends on what day of the week it is. That's why the night tours are great. You just don't have to do anything. Exactly. I love it, man. Try to schedule one of those a night tour. That would be fun. Oh, that'd be really cool. The night tours more this time are the haunting things. In the past, it was a candlelight tour, so you'd have to wait until they decide to do candlelight tours or unhinged again. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Well, Jesse, thank you for coming on the show. I am very grateful. No problem. It was my pleasure. I love, I love listening to paranormal stories such as yours. It's always a fun time, man. Thanks again for coming on. I will make a quick note. If you see Ghost Adventures, they've only been in like two of the rooms, which is really disappointing because, like I said, Aww. they're 160. Oh, I have <laughs> I have seen that one. I have seen that episode. I was just waiting. I'm like, you've been in two places. Hold up now. Hold up. Haunted <laughs> places. That's I funny. I wanted to put that quick note. It was nice talking to you guys. Thanks. Yeah, for sure, man. You have a good night. Have a good Goodbye. night, Jesse.